Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is April 20th. If you would indulge me for just a minute today, my oldest niece, Jaylin, would be 25 years old today. She passed away when she was 21 months old, and today would be her 25th birthday. I wanted to take a minute today and just ask you guys if in her honor, if you would do something kind for someone else today. If you would reach out and extend love to someone else today. She was such a perfect and sweet soul, and she loved everyone she ever met. Would you do that for me today? In her honor, would you reach out and love someone today? I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Today, we're going to continue in Mosiah chapter 4, and I know I read verse 9 yesterday, but I want to read it again today, and then into verse 10, because there's a principle there that I think is super important. In verse 9, King Benjamin says, Believe in God. Believe that he is and that he created all things, both in heaven and in earth. Believe that he has all wisdom and all power, both in heaven and in earth. Believe that man doth not comprehend all the things which the Lord can comprehend. Now, the thing that I think is so important here is this is not King Benjamin bearing testimony of Heavenly Father. He doesn't stand up there and say, I believe in God. I believe that he is and that he created all things. He's not doing that. He is telling the people, you need to believe in God. He is telling them and asking them to believe. He's asking them to choose belief. In 2015, Elder Clayton gave a talk called Choose to Believe. And in that talk, he said this, Belief and testimony and faith are not passive principles. They do not just happen to us. Belief is something we choose. We hope for it, we work for it, and we sacrifice for it. We will not accidentally come to believe in the Savior and His gospel any more than we will accidentally pray or pay tithing. We actively choose to believe, just like we actively choose to keep other commandments. And I think that that is what King Benjamin was doing here. He was inviting the people to choose belief in God to choose faith. You and I live in a world that is constantly trying to tear down faith. Faith is mocked openly on every side. And there are times when you and I will have to choose to believe. Sometimes we'll have to say, you know what, I don't understand everything right now, but I choose to believe anyway. And so King Benjamin is asking his people to believe, to choose belief. Just like Elder Clayton said, belief and testimony are active principles. And so King Benjamin goes on and he tells them the things that they have to do with their belief. Verse 10, he says, And again, believe that ye must repent of your sins and forsake them, and humble yourselves before God, and ask in sincerity of heart that he would forgive you. And now, if ye believe all these things, see that ye do them. So in verse 9, he's saying, choose to believe that there's a God, that he created all things, that he has all wisdom and power, and that we don't understand everything that he understands. And then in verse 10, he's saying, and then here's what I want you to do about that belief. If you believe those things, I want you to repent of your sins and forsake them. You need to humble yourself before God and sincerely ask him to forgive you. Those are the things that you need to do if you're going to choose this faith in God. And then I love that very last line of verse 10. He says, if you believe these things, then make sure that you're doing it, right? It's like, if you're going to believe in God, if you're going to believe that he is and that he's got all power and all wisdom, 
then do something with that knowledge. Do something with that faith. Belief needs to lead to action. And as we see the fruits of that action, our faith becomes firm and our testimony becomes conversion. So after King Benjamin tells them all the things that they need to do, he says this to them in verse 12. He says, And behold, I say unto you that if ye do this, ye shall always rejoice and be filled with the love of God and always retain a remission of your sins. And ye shall grow in the knowledge of the glory of him that created you or in the knowledge of that which is just and true. Awesome promises there. If we will continue to repent and turn to Christ and believe and trust in God, then we can always rejoice. We can always be filled with the love of God and we can always retain a remission of our sins. I love that phrase, always retain a remission of your sins. I didn't understand it for a long time. A couple years into college, I was home one summer and I was standing in the kitchen with my dad and he was telling me the story about his baptism. Now, when my dad was eight years old, he was living in Flagstaff, Arizona with his family. And on the 4th of July, he was up Oak Creek Canyon with his family. If you're familiar with that area, he was close to Slide Rock. And there he was with his family, his mom, his two brothers, and a baby sister. And uh, his dad took him into the river there and baptized him, which would be okay, except there were no witnesses. And <laughs> I'm not completely sure that my grandpa went through all the proper channels to get permission <laughs> to perform that baptism. There were no certificates. I mean, there was nothing. And certainly there weren't any witnesses to this baptism. So my dad tells me this story and I got super excited because my dad baptized me. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, dad, your baptism, totally not valid. And I'm starting to see my entire family in white as we're all getting rebaptized into the church because my dad baptized all of us. So I'm getting super excited about this because keep in mind, I was a couple years into college. My stupid teenage years were behind me. I was so excited about this idea of getting rebaptized. Now, also keep in mind at this point, my dad was a bishop. So I'm pretty sure Heavenly Father was okay with his baptism and, you know, considered it authorized. But I just had this great grand idea in life that I got to be rebaptized because of this. And as I was getting all excited and happy, my dad asked me, why I was so excited about this idea of being rebaptized. And I said, well, dad, that's so cool. My dumb teenage years are behind me. I get to be baptized, fresh start, total remission of sins, and I can move on from here. And I will never forget, my dad just looked at me just so quietly and just looked at me for a little bit and then finally said, Lindsay, what do you think you do every Sunday when you take the sacrament? You guys, my mind was blown. I know that I had been taught my entire life about how I renew my baptismal covenants with the sacrament, but I don't think I ever truly realized that every single Sunday I could have a remission of my sins. I had never approached the sacrament that way before, and it was such a powerful lesson for me that day. I didn't need to be rebaptized at 22. I just needed to take the sacrament with the correct attitude every single week. Heavenly Father provided us with the perfect way to receive that remission of our sins consistently and constantly. In 2016, Elder Bednar gave a talk called Always Retain a Remission of Our Sins, and in that he said, The ordinance of the sacrament is a holy and repeated invitation to repent sincerely and to be renewed spiritually. 
the act of partaking of the sacrament in and of itself does not remit sins. But as we prepare conscientiously and participate in this holy ordinance with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, then the promise is that we may always have the Spirit of the Lord to be with us, and by the sanctifying power of the Holy Ghost as our constant companion, we can always retain a remission of our sins. One of the purposes of the Holy Ghost is to cleanse us from sin. And when we use the sacrament correctly in our lives, when we prepare for it correctly, when we are repenting consistently, we can always have the Spirit with us. And when that Spirit is consistently with us, we retain a consistent remission of our sins. There's no need to be baptized every couple of years. We can be that clean and that pure daily as we qualify for the gift of the Holy Ghost. It does not come automatically, and it takes effort in preparing for the sacrament each week. But I testify that our Father in Heaven blessed us with that holy ordinance of the sacrament so that you and I could always have the Spirit to be with us, and that by so doing, we could retain a remission of our sins, always. The more I learn about Heavenly Father's plan and all the different provisions He has provided me in it, the more I realize how perfectly orchestrated that plan is. Believe in God. Believe that He is, that He has all power and all wisdom, and that He comprehends all things, even when we can't comprehend it. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're liking this podcast, make sure to subscribe, to comment, to like, and to share on social media. This has been Come Follow Me, a Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.